0: That I thrive on the dark side of things I always feel alive when the death bell rings Now you come and you bring out the tears in me never makes me cry But happiness does It's so strange to watch your life
1: Well, hello. It is now day six of Pomo, or Motivated Woman number 18. Hi, I'm Julie. It is Saturday afternoon now, after a crazy morning here at the Badger household. And um, we've got some stuff settled down, and I get to record. And as I said the last show, or maybe it was two shows ago, um, taking that list of 17... um, Steps towards making goals. We are. I'm going to break it down. And the way I'm going to break it down is, I took the first four: <clears throat> change, breaking down the goals into smaller steps, or the SMART. Um, write down your headline goals, and for assign a date to each goal. And we'll start with number one: change. She Anne has um, Anne Rusnick, by the way. If for those of you who didn't listen before, um, the author of The Secret to Making Goals Happen. She has change written out as an acronym, and she has C as challenge and courage. And I look at it as whatever you're undertaking, be it a weight loss goal, um, I wh- whatever goal it happens to be for you, it, it is going to be a challenge because it's something that you haven't been doing. And just because it's a challenge um, doesn't mean that it's not going to be worth it in the end, that it me- doesn't mean that you shouldn't make the goal. Because as we said before, just because you don't make a goal doesn't mean that you failed. Uh, and, and I think we need to get, get over that, and I think we'll talk more about that when we get to the um, parts of this list that go over um, staying on, on track and um, um, what's the word I want? I'm enthusiastic and different things about hanging in there. The H is for hang in there. It's going to be for the long term. Most of the goals that we're setting for ourselves are not just short term. We're going to do them for a few weeks. These are life altering things and things like that don't happen fast. If they happen fast, they don't necessarily stay with us. Um, One thing I've learned in the last three years losing um, the weight that I have is that small steps you build upon each step. If you take those big steps, you're going to get tired out. You're going to get depressed. You're going to get frustrated with everything. So when you're when we're making these goals and we're looking at the challenge and the courage it's going to take to, to write them down, number one, admit it to ourselves, um, we know that it's going to be time-consuming, and we need to plan for that. Um, one of the things that I found difficult in this transition period for me is, is that transition period and making sure that I have the time to do things and I think that 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 comes as we work with it that the more you're into something the more of the time commitment if you're doing it well and you like it it's going to become and other things have to give and and we have to keep on looking at that I was trying to do everything together and something has to give to be able to do it again where I'm at now re- revamping the N, or excuse me, the A she has is attitude. You need a positive attitude. You can't go into this, to anything, um, especially weight loss, without being positive. If you're negative in any way, shape, or form, you're not going to get there. You need that that positive outlook. You need people around you that are going to be positive. Not necessarily that they they can't have no opinion or whatever, but they need to be there for you. You need to keep upbeat, and if things are becoming dragging you down again, you need to go back and relook at why is it dragging you down what 's making you unhappy because we shouldn 't be unhappy as we do this. Um, I like the Nike um, logo lately. just do it. you know no excuses anymore. We need to get up and move we need to get up and do things. The n she has is necessary uh, i don 't know about for for you out there for me, it was necessary i was greater than 215 pounds. I had just had, I have three kids. I was diabetic with the last one and for me to keep my own health on board, I needed to lose the weight because I now have a greater than 50% chance of becoming a diabetic as I age just because I was a diabetic in pregnancy. And as genetics have proved to me now, that risk is even higher because my brother was recently diagnosed as a um, type one and a half diabetic. So I have a huge risk of developing diabetes, even making these life changes and, and keeping the weight off and keeping in shape. I still have that risk. Granted, I've um, thwarted it a little bit, but I will still have that risk. So people out there looking at necessary changes, I mean, being overweight is, is a necessary or I should say losing the weight is a necessary thing being overweight. What other health problems do you have that you would want to lose the weight or make changes? Do you have um, arthritis where keeping on that extra weight is just too much of a toll on your joints? Um, do you have asthma or s- some other thing where you, you need to be in shape? Because the better in shape you are, the better you are to handle a chronic illness um, that is going on and being in your Tip top shape so that medicines work or exercise programs work or w- whatever it is, um, changes um, in losing weight are necessary for our overall health, for our overall well being You are happier once you lose the weight you are You have a much more positive outlook, and i don 't think that we can really push that one home enough until you 've done it the The feeling that I have when people see me who haven 't seen me for years. It, and that look on their face that, that look on their face when they see me 70 some pounds lighter is it, it just does so much to boost my confidence and that yeah, I am doing it for me, but it's really nice to hear those those compliments and see the the um, the faces of people. The G stands for go for it. Just like I said with Nike, just do it. We, we have nothing to lose and everything to gain from doing this. And the E in change is effort with enthusiasm. Again, going back to almost everything I've, I've said right now with the C-H-A-N-N-G is that you have to go and be enthusiastic about it. It needs to be fun. If you're going to write down something that you know you're going to dread doing, um, you absolutely know that it's no fun, then pick something else. And then we have uh, number two, breaking down the goals into smaller steps. Now she has the acronym SMART for this. Um, small steps, manageable steps, achievable steps, realistic steps, and tangible steps. So that when we're writing our thing, our goals down here, small steps. I think the small and the manageable um, and achievable kind of run together. When I was um, initially looking at weight loss and how I was going to do it, um, I didn't start this just on, you know, a couple weeks notice and this is what I was going to do. I started up about five years ago and I gave up soda. And giving up just that one thing was really, really hard. For me, it was the way I got through the day. It was my caffeine fix. It was my sugar fix. uh, It was hard to work a whole shift at work without three or four 30 or 20 ounce cokes and it had to be coke it couldn't be diet coke and then going off of that and um, going through the caffeine withdrawal and then the headaches that ensued that I would say the first three to six months were the hardest with that now it's been close to five years and I am still have not gone back to drinking soda or any carbonated beverage for that matter, and you really—I don't miss it. Um, it's one of the easiest ways I think that people put on weight, and one of the hardest things um, it is to give up. But that's—that was step one, and I did that and gave that up and just stuck with that for probably about a year, year and a half before I started the other things um, for women in um, giving up soda. If if that's one thing that you're looking at, it helps to preserve our bone density, because the carbonation just works against us, with that, and just the overall normal bad things about soda with the sugar and your teeth rotting and all that stuff. Soda's just a nasty thing. The other thing I found as I plan the the diet, from there forward, was that you don't want to waste extra calories or empty calories on beverages. You want to you keep those calories that you need in, into your food. So you know, for me, I'm either drinking water or I'm drinking like a crystallite, something that really doesn't have calories or has very few calories to it so that I can put the, the bulk of my calories towards the proteins and the fruits and vegetables that we need to have in the diet. Um, I couldn't drink plain water, um, so that's why I've gone with the crystallite. The other thing to keep in mind is when you're doing beverages like that, if you are a person who does go out and has a drink every now and then or whatever, I mean, I'm not, not here to say anything about what's too much to drink, but keep in mind that th- those are still part of your, your plan and you need to be factored in so that if you're going to save calories because you know you're going out on Friday night or whatever, um, you need to bear in mind what what types of things you do like to drink, and um, one of the segments I have coming up is comparing mixed drinks and beer and different things and where where it is in the calorie field of of trying to lose weight or maintain a weight. Uh, let's see, I got myself up off on target. Oh, keeping them small, manageable, and achievable. So I started off with the with giving up the soda. From there. I just started eating healthier in general. I said, "Let me get into the swing of eating healthier." I wasn't really looking at portion size. I was just, I need to start buying things that are healthier. I we weren't buying the um, junk food anymore. Um, I rarely will buy um, or buy and stock up on chips and. Brownies and different things like that. If we're going to do that, it's it's a one-time thing, and we purposely need to make a trip to go out and get that. Um, I don't buy a lot of the processed things anymore. Um, let's see, what else have we done? We we we. I tend to buy fruit every couple days so that we, it's there. We need to eat it. Um, getting the kids into healthier eating, we started by doing salads. So we've made kind of a a fun thing out of it, well, who can make the f- coolest looking salad? And and that's where we're getting most of our veggies if they don't want to eat a, a cooked hot, hot veggie, um, is that I don't buy iceberg lettuce, we, we're buying spinach. So I know for sure no matter what they eat as a salad, they're already getting a serving or two of a veggie when they eat the spinach. And then we, you know, we add, I call it the garbage salad, whatever happens to be in the house at the time, you know, onions, green peppers, cucumbers, carrots, slices, we have our, all our veggies there, and they eat that in addition to whatever meat or um, carb that we are doing. And then once we started buying healthier and getting into that groove is then when I started going into portion sizes and looking at, you know, calories per day and, and things like that. Because if we don't make them small and manageable or taking a taking a goal and just breaking it up into like maybe three or four different subsets so that you know I'm going to give myself four to six weeks to do this because then it's going to lead me to this this next part of the goal you you can't just give you you know you can't just make the goal I want to lose a hundred pounds and leave it at that that hundred pound goal is probably going to have at least 10 different things underneath it in how you're going to do it the rest of the smart than was realistic and tangible, and you need to show give yourself a way of um, saying that yes, I can do it. Um, I think the easiest way to do that is is to look at different plans out there and seeing what other people are using as goals because if you if you haven't done something like this before if you haven't lost a bunch of weight or you haven't planned a project where you're you're making realistic tangible things where you are accountable and and how you're doing it you need the other help out there so go and look for different things um, there are so many things out there when it comes to weight loss plans and different ways to do it read up on stuff out there i you know just diet alone you can file follow a diabetic diet, you can follow, you know, an Atkins diet, or you can follow, you know, there's just so many things out there. Find what fits for you within the goals that you're making for yourself. Does it have to be low carb or are you on a special diet because of your health where it needs to be low fat and low cholesterol or um, maybe you have kidney problems, it needs to be low salt. There's so many things that go into that. You need to read up on it. You need to ask. Ask your doctor's office. Um, if your doctor doesn't know, which you know a lot of doctors don't pay attention to the nitty-gritty things about diet and nutrition, do they have a nutritionist or a dietitian working within their office? If they don't, go to your hospital or clinic that's in the area. There is more often than not a dietician that works through the clinic or the hospital. For the hospital, for sure there is. And if they can't help you, they can give you an idea of who's out there that can help you. Um, there's a lot of resources that we don't know about because we don't ask. Um, and tangible, you, you need to give your, you need to, you need to make it so that you see that you're doing something at least on a weekly basis because if you're going to sit and make some of these tangible in three and six months, you're not going to stick with it um, for the long haul. You need to be able to see that you're making some sort of progress at least on a weekly basis. And then the last of the first four are writing down your headline goals and assigning a date to each goal. Again, it goes goes all back to the change and the smart acronyms is that you need to write them down you need to write the big goal with the um multiple things that come underneath it you need to write a date to say not so much as an achievement date but you need to write a date to say at this point i'm going to look and see where i'm at that reevaluation change um I hate to flip back into like doing what I do for work, but I, I love something that's called SOAP charting or SOAPier charting. Um, and again, it's an acronym, and SOAP stands for subjective, objective, um, assessment, and plan. And then the, the piece that goes with that, because um, some people will call it the SOAPier, is the I, E, and the R, which is um, intervention, intervention, What did I do? How did it go? Which is the evaluation. And the R is the replanning and and going back through the whole process again. You you can give whatever acronym you want to it, but again, it goes down to you make a goal, you make an action plan to do it. How did that action work? How am I going to revise it? And what's the revised plan? Everything has that same basic concept, no matter which acronym you want to use to define it. So... For today, and I went a lot longer than I thought I would on this because you, you just kind of get going with it, is that the first four things to writing down a- achievable goals, change, that challenge, the hang in there, the attitude, it's necessary, you need to go for it with effort and enthusiasm. The goals themselves need to be broken down into smaller steps. They need to be small steps. They need to be manageable steps. They need to be achievable. They need to be realistic. They need to be tangible. And then when we're doing that, you need to have the headline goals, the, the major ones in in grouping them together, and you need to assign a date to the goal or a revision date to the goal so that you can sit back and say, okay, yes, in three weeks, I'm going to see where I'm at with this plan. So, you know, like I found out trying to do some of the weight things. I did pretty good for the first three weeks or so. And after that, it was the harder part to get them in to into my routine. Again, I took on too much, I need to find a way to break it down. And um, one of the ways I'm thinking of doing that um, is going back to instead of trying to find something and put it in every day, I'm trying to make certain days um, work for me in different fields. So like aerobic stuff three times a week. And I say Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we're going to do that. Or Monday, Wednesday, and a Saturday. And then doing weights in body, the more body sculpting stuff, the stuff that's not aerobic, doing that like on a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. Something where you know that specific day that's what you're going to work on and then you can plan around because the time frame for each of those is different. You know, for for me, working my way up, the time frame now for me to go out and bike, if I'm going to bike and keep up with my plans to, to bike, Um, two day bike events is I need to be out there biking two and three and two and three hours, sometimes more to keep up that endurance level. Whereas if I'm doing something when it comes to weights or working on my core, I only need to carve out 20 to 45 minutes to do that. Again, looking at your overall schedule and seeing how much it it takes to put into those. I hope all this is starting to make sense to you. Um, I'm going to leave the next set. um, And I think we're going to do steps five through nine tomorrow. And I may change that a little bit and stick something fun in because it's a lot of it's a lot of effort to sit down and talk about these and think about these and think of how I'm going to do it even when I break the goals for the show. So I hope that this is helping you. Um, again if you want to comment on it or give me some tips you can get a hold of me through the Badgercast line at 262-649-8550. 262-649-8550. You can email me at um, mwpjulie at gmail.com. Or um, the second um, email is me at gmail.com. And again, you can get a hold of me through Skype and through Facebook. Have a great afternoon, guys. Bye.